to our review and uh, reaction of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Volume 2. Is that yeah, yeah, Volume 2. Volume 2. They come in volumes now. From your Hit the Books host. I'm Chris. And I'm Emery. And uh, if you're not familiar with our reacts, basically what we do is we uh, give you a general rundown, tell you what we think, and then uh, we'll go into spoiler territory. We will give you a warning before going into spoiler territory, so... Uh, Hopefully I can come up with a link and give that to you for those of you that have already seen it. And, of course, you've already seen it. It's very, very likely that you've already seen it. Today is uh, June 13th, so uh, we saw it right when it came out, and it's been what, a week, two weeks, three, uh, a little more than that. Maybe. Since it came out. I don't remember when it came out. But <laughs> <there's> <laughs> some time has passed since we saw it. So, uh, generally, what did you think, Emery? Um, it was very enjoyable. It it was a movie that, at its core, was a lot of fun. With that being said, this is a movie that was very, very much in love with itself. Um, and, uh, I will explain more on that later. How did you think of the movie? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, some people are lauding it as like one of the best of the Marvel movies so far, and I I don't feel that way at all. I actually think it's probably more towards the bottom for me. Oh yeah. Uh, without talking about the spoilers, I think they were really heavy-handed on some of the jokes and some of the other nonsense. You know, uh, to me, the music wasn't as good. Uh, the story wasn't quite as compelling or as interesting um the characters were more over the top than they probably should have been i'd i'd agree with the over the top at uh, least a lot of the jokes were not landing for me and there's one moment specifically (laughs) that i i don't think was supposed to be a joke i know exactly which moment you're talking about but explain but it it very much just pulled me right out of the movie and from then on i just you even when I tried, I just couldn't get myself back into it. Uh, that's not to say it's a bad movie. Definitely worth seeing in, in theaters. It's, you know, like all the Marvel movies, it's a spectacle movie. So go check it out. Enjoy. But I think the first Guardians movie was far, far, far better. And probably my favorite in the entire series. That's fair. <laughs> Second one, not so much. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> personally, for me... Um, are we going into spoilers yet? Uh, yeah, let's get into spoilers. All right, let's All right do it. so just so you know, people, spoiler warning. We do not watch past this. We don't want anything spoiled. Again, I'm guessing you already saw we this. Woo. Spoilers. So, <laughs> the, the scene that took you out of it is probably my favorite scene, just from like an actor's standpoint. Um, the scene, the father-son moment, as I'm going to call it from here on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I, mm, th- this is also probably the, the biggest case, like the biggest piece of evidence for the case that I would make that this movie is very in love with itself. Um, a, a, a scene that probably shouldn't have been comedic, or at least I personally wouldn't have written it as that, 
was probably done in the most comedic fashion by Chris Pratt and uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah. Which, by the way, I love Kurt Russell. Everything you do, just keep doing it. Um, yeah, he he did an awesome job. I loved him in the movie. Oh yeah, um, but this moment, the, this, this moment this, was this rough. <laughs> I, uh, we watched it together. And, yeah, uh, I remember hysterically laughing. <laughs> I don't know how much of the theater appreciated that, but I, it was so stupid and <laughs> heavy-handed and just, I don't know. Yes. I th- I very much think they intended for it to be a serious moment and an emotional, happy moment when he takes the fucking magic ball <laughs> and plays catch with his god dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing that, just really sold me on the fact that like that like they are so comfortable with this movie they are so comfortable that fucking face that kurt russell makes as he like goes down the stairs to like get some distance so they could really make this a father-son moment (laughs) he's got this grin he's just like yes (laughs) uh Pardon that. Uh, that fucking moment where they're playing catch and they're like right next to each other, <laughs> and then so you know he, he throws it back, and oh my god, yeah, it goes back to like that part where he's just he he's walking down the steps, he's just going like, uh. <laughs> it's like it, it was funny. I don't think it should have been funny. But this was hilarious to me. Yeah. I I could not stop laughing when I watched this. There's two things that will make me inappropriately, hysterically laugh in the movie theater. And that one is when something that's supposed to be taken serious is clearly not capable of being taken seriously. Yeah. This being like a perfect example. And the other being grotesque violence that is completely unexpected and comes out of nowhere. Which does happen towards the end. And again, I hysterically laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet mercy. Oh, there was a lot going on in this movie. There was a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. So basically, for those of you who need a refresher, you know, maybe just want to hear me talk. Uh, the movie splits into two separate movies, really. Yeah. Uh, pretty much from the beginning. Uh, yeah, in D and D terms, this is the part where they split the party. And if you're any kind of role play nerd, rule number one: don't split the party. Don't do it. That's how you die. I but, only know this because of Stranger Things. Yeah, good show. Um, with that in mind, it's a Marvel movie, so everyone's safe. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, basically, the premise is, uh, the gang does the cliche Disney Marvel, I'll just say Disney, Disney thing where they don't realize that they're a family yet, (laughs) and so they must get angry at each other and separate and go on separate personal quests to, uh, reevaluate who their real friends and family are, and, and, you know, it's kind of a cliche plot line that, you know, for me, it was like, okay, fine. It's like every other Disney thing. Yeah, it started out with like, uh, we don't really know like whether or not we're going to make this the theme. But then, like, 
halfway to like the last third of the movie, they really hammer that one home. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a a few new characters, but for the most part, it stuck to the the core group. Uh, uh, one of the yeah. disappointing things for me was that uh, Groot stayed Baby Groot the entire time <laughs> until the end credit scene. So all this shit they've been going through, however long is it's been going on. He's still just baby Groot, and then credits, for some reason, he just gets fucking huge again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, f- I found it very funny that... I like that he was a, a you know, a, a rude teenager. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, I am Groot. Yeah. It's like, I am not boring. <laughs> it's well, like, that thank was you. F- cute, yeah, thank you for making the lead asshole turn into a dad. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for... E- either he would stay baby Groot, you know, going forward and just like slowly age normally. Yeah. <laughs> or he would grow quickly to be regular Groot again. I don't know. Because we we wanted regular Groot. Yeah. <laughs> baby Groot was cool though. Uh, baby Groot was fine. Yeah. Baby Groot was basically perfect marketing for the ladies. Like, oh, it's so cute. And that's exactly what happened with my girlfriend. So. Uh, <laughs> the only reason she wanted to see the movie was Baby Groot. Baby Groot, so. of course. Sold tickets. Worked. Yeah. Let's uh, are we going to skim over the fact that uh <laughs> that this entire thing, this entire movie happened with a baby on board? <laughs> <laughs> well, that baby did kill a few people, so uh, okay, we'll we'll give the infant uh, a pass. Murder baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a baby. It's fine. It's adorable. So, were there it any uh, killed several people? <laughs> were there any standout scenes for you? either good or bad that really stuck out in the movie for you other than the dad magic ball <laughs> nonsense um there was a scene that i thought was like really interesting but like both risky and safe at the same time and this goes back again to kurt russell um who was who, awesome in this movie oh I he was awesome I, I can't emphasize that enough oh yeah he yeah awesome. he's he was great i want more of him Sadly, spoiler alert, we don't get to have that. Uh, and for good reason, but again, we'll get into that later. Uh, one of my favorite scenes was probably the the one where they're leading into the like the big reveal that he's going to be the villain for this movie. Mm. That it was the, the part where he reveals that he's just been boning space chicks <laughs> like throughout the cosmos. <laughs> Like this entire time, uh, mind you, it was so that he could find someone to help him achieve his goal. But yeah, there's a part where like they show like the what I ca- call like the ceramic version of the past, mm-hmm. and they they show like a ceramic version of him de-aged with the '70s hair. Which again, that was perfect. Please. I, like, I'll take more of that any day of the goddamn week. Um, but they showed, like, it was him with Pete Quill's mom. And then they showed him, like, basically doing the same thing with a bunch of things. And, like, I think one of them looked like a Cthulhu monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some tentacle action in there. <laughs> it was like... It was good. Like, oh, man. I was into it. <laughs> Pete Quill thought he was going to make some weird shit, but man, <laughs> he had no idea. 
Oh, that was also one of my favorite scenes. Uh, when, <laughs> and this is just the the comedy that landed for me was when Kurt Russell as Ego, the Living Planet, relayed to Pete Quill that he could have these same powers. That one of the things that Pete Quill wanted to do is like, oh, I can make stuff. I can just make anything I want. <laughs> like I'm gonna make a thing of Skeletor and Pac-Man and Heather Locklear, <laughs> all the shit from the 70s. <laughs> and then to like really cap that off, he said, I'm going to make some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. And then in the fight scene where he had the Pac-Man waka waka. This is like waka 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 waka. I'm like, sure some people rolled their eyes, but I thought that was funny. I thought, I, was I, I thought it was great. I thought it was amazing that we acknowledged that one Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the Skeletor, the Hello Locklear. Those are th- those are licensing nightmares. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man will take. <laughs> it's reasonable. Yeah, I'll take it. Anything else? Um, heartfelt moment. Uh, there was a heartfelt moment between Drax and Mantis that I, I really liked. It was like the the point where. Because she can, like, she's an empath. She's, she can feel other people's emotions. Yep. Um, I, I thought that was very well acted. Um, uh, I think their their relationship was funny and entertaining and cool. But uh, for me, like, Drax was just, they really pushed him over the top, man. Like, the other movie, he, you know. The other movie he was yeah, done in was, small doses. Yeah, there he, was there was something grounding him a little bit, but this movie is just he's full idiot and talk <laughs> and just talks the entire time because he's the comedic relief most of the time, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We we which, thought it was going to be Rocket, but no, we, yeah, we went Drax this time. Uh, Rocket really didn't have a much of a role until the very end, did he? No, he really. Yeah, and he had the one cool scene in the woods that was kind of entertaining, but the. Other than that, he really didn't do much. Yeah, no. Which is surprising because he was kind of like the main guy in the first movie. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, I, I think uh, instead of focusing on him doing cool shit, we kind of gave him a bit of an arc mm-hmm. with uh, Yondu, Rip, and Pepperoni. Mm-hmm. I, I will say for me, uh, the biggest, the most enjoyable parts of the movie were with Yondu for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just like every everything he did was entertaining and fun and like added a little depth to his character and like when Sylvester Stallone came by you know say you know yeah you're not part of the Ravagers or whatever anymore and like here's why yeah that that was pretty cool I I enjoyed that a lot I liked I liked the Sylvester Stallone cameo even though I kind of think they're milking it for another extension you know round three or four or whatever they're on now oh yeah yeah fun fact. Him and that uh, posse that he corralled at the in, mm. in the credits. Those are the original Guardians from the comics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can see it. Yep. Let's get one more. <laughs> but that was cool. Like, uh, like uh, I I think his, his death was a little, like, foreshadowed a little too hard. Because it was blatantly obvious to me about halfway through the movie what was going to happen. Yeah, and there then, there are quite a few death flags. And then it, when it did happen, it was just kind of like a quick, you know, 
crows in space or whatever, you know, whatever. I, I wanted uh, more. Yeah, I I thought I thought his character was probably the best in the whole movie, and it, it kind of bums me out that he's most likely not going to be in any more movies with the rest of the gang. I think it would have been a cool dynamic to have him as like the captain of the ship while the others, you know, yeah, do their thing or whatever. Ha- have him be have the... him be the father figure. Oh yeah. Know, now that Kurt Russell is no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the the not quite dead teaching the the other not quite dead how to be a dad yeah <laughs> so i i i loved his his character all through the movie i i liked him in the first movie but i think he was like the best part of guardians too and yeah, the whole the, end funeral scene like even oh, though i yeah. completely expected it the way they did it where they had the ravagers all show up and watch the funeral procession and then they all shot off their fireworks or whatever Right. I don't understand what the fuck's going on with these ships. They all seem <laughs> they all seem to have shit that just does what it wants, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. Technology in this <laughs> this universe is not very consistent. <laughs> I, I mean, it it's space. It's weird. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it happen. So there was a few new characters. Uh, yeah, there were. Just to name a few, we had. Um, we had Taserface. Uh, <laughs> he some of them also might have been in, in the background in previous movies, but I did, I just don't remember them. Taserface. We had uh, uh, Mantis. Uh, obviously, Ego. Uh, who am I missing? We had all uh, the Ravagers with Sylvester yeah. Stallone leading them. Yeah, uh, Craglin. Craglin. Yeah, is the I'm pretty sure he was the second in command for that uh, that ship. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, he does a good job of just, you know, kind of being there right at the right time. Yeah, so that, that was that was pretty entertaining. He was fine. What, yeah. What do you think of each of the characters? Um, Craglin, I don't know why, but I want more of him. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of, I don't know if he is, I don't know if he's the same actor, but he reminds me a lot of the guy that in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies that keeps losing his glass eye. Oh. He's kind of like I, that character for me. I don't know. I, I mean... He, and again, the, the Disney. Arcs, yeah. You know? Thank it, you, Disney, for, <laughs> for having that one guy who's like, oh, oh, oh I kind of want to see more of him, but not too much. Yeah. Not too much. The bumbling idiot that's just <laughs> just passing by. Yeah. Bumbling background idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite. Not the lead idiot. <laughs> yeah. No. None of that. Stop it. Okay. Um Craglin he was probably my favorite of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Um I won't say that about Sylvester Stallone because I mean he had like one line. Yeah, he really <laughs> like he doesn't have enough for me to like give that much of a shit. Yeah. With that being said, I can't believe that guy's still kicking. Though. He's uh, so fucking old, but he oh, doesn't, he doesn't yeah. look it. It's like he, so he's that's r- just alone. Slice alone, still fucking going strong. It's great. Yeah, he he's Rocky, man. He he doesn't go down without a fight. <laughs> With that being said, I am so upset that we don't get to have Space Tango and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> we had Kurt Russell and Slice Alone in the same movie, and they never meet. I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> what a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so close. It was yeah, so close. He was fine. And he was kind of yeah. irrelevant to me, though. It's like he was a setup. That, yeah. that, that is what... He was very much a setup for the end funeral scene. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, taser face. Fucking taser that, face. Taser face was, for me, that was another one of the jokes that just wasn't landing. They, they, and he wasn't really a good villain either. They, he was just kind of dumb. They, they did it way too hard. Yeah. They I, did it way too hard and, like, internet irreverent. Yeah, I, I didn't like the t- whole taser face thing. Uh, I, like, oh, taser face. Uh, like, come on. Like, fuck off. Uh, uh, you're it, forcing it, the, the joke. Okay. The entire movie, you're forcing the joke. And it's just... They literally force it until he fucking dies, that was and then t- force it one more time <laughs> after he dies. Why, Marvel? It's not necessary. <laughs> that was one of two jokes they forced. Uh, that that at least I I'm remembering. Uh, the other one being the um, the fruit's not ripe yet. I don't remember that one. Oh, that's probably oh, because it didn't sister. land very with well. The sister, yeah, right, Nebula. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a yeah. I totally agree. That was another just like eye roll. Like okay, whatever. Stop it's like, forcing it, please. Like, it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Oh, I'm gonna try. Damn, it's not ready yet. What? <laughs> and she's not. You know, she. It doesn't even play to her character at all. Cause she, that's not even a little that bit. That doesn't represent what this character has been. That, you know, like, for these two movies, right? That it's ca- totally inconsistent. You know, just humor for humor's sake. I don't. You know, it's like let's try to humanize this character by making them hungry this whole time. Yeah, I think it very much plays into what you were saying, where that you know they were, the movie was in love with itself, and I, it, it got very comfortable. I, I will admit they had very big shoes to fill trying to live up to the first the magic one. Of the first one, yeah, and I. I think several things worked against it, you know, not some of the characters like that, uh, the heavy handed jokes that just weren't landing, uh, right. really pulled you out of the movie and the music, the music wasn't that good. Like the first yeah. one, like every song in that soundtrack is just like a classic song that everybody can recognize and sing along to and makes you feel good. makes you like look forward to the rest, you know? Yeah. This one, it was just like kind of vague songs that most people wouldn't know, you know, unless they're into classic you know, rock music and all, you know, folk rock music from the seventies and stuff. And the, the, I recognized a handful. And even those, I was like, I, I know what they are, but I don't like them, you know? Right. There's one track that they basically used as like a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank you, Kurt Russell for trying to make that work as much as you could, but man, it's just not the good. Yeah. Yeah. They was... picked a bad song for it. Right. And I think it all comes down to cost. You know, it yeah. was probably like, we spent way too much money on the music <laughs> for the first one. So let's, <laughs> let's spend a little less on this one and get some more. Right. Also, yeah. uh, with the marketing for this movie, uh, there was a promise made that wasn't kept like, uh, the way they kept the promise from the, the first movie. What was that? Uh, for the first movie, they basically advertised it with that song uh, by Blue Swede, uh, Hooked on a Feeling. It was like, oh, yeah, that was like a brilliant moment where yeah, it's like, oh, I'm about my tunes. Don't don't you get me? Yeah, like, it never came up. Yeah. The, like they was had, it even in the credits? Uh, no. I don't remember. No, the, the song by Sweet, which uh, points to you if you've ever heard of them before um <laughs> the song fox on the run great song like that song had me hyped for the movie yeah more than that i was hyped to see it in the movie yeah. and it 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 wasn't there it wasn't there and 
I mean, mm. Suicide Squad, apparently. I don't know if it was in the movie, but you know, I very much did the same thing with playing on your love for Queen. Oh, it, oh, it then, was there. Uh, was it in the movie? Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I know I'm the DC guy, but I'm I've heard so many bad things. I'm just I'm terrified to watch it. And spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman in our next video. Yeah. And uh that movie I very much enjoyed, so Oh yeah. Now I'm willing to go back and test the waters with Suicide Squad cuz I know I know the universe isn't completely doomed. <laughs> but that's for another video. Right. Uh, right. Um go on. Uh, so uh characters characters we uh you obviously like mantis like mantis was good both liked ego ego was great uh who else have we not mentioned nebula was eh they they were yeah they they did too many things out of character with her yeah um then there's the golden people yeah i can't remember what they're called you're the marvel guy you might know i don't know uh they called themselves the sovereign yeah the sovereign that's right yeah not the same as the venture brothers sovereign don't don't get it twisted (laughs) um they were fine but i thought it was stupid that they're in video game pods you know right chasing with drones let's take even more stakes out of this whole thing by like and don't get me wrong having the sovereign there is like a background like oh man they're gonna catch up to us that was a good idea it's just that that idea would have meant more if let's face it the people were actually in the ships that they were piloting and yeah. not like droning video gaming this shit yeah and that right other than the the fucking cameo at the end right that they had no real purpose in the movie you know they had nothing to do with the overarching ego story they didn't have anything really to do with the taser face stuff where they got locked up right those are the two basic storylines you know escape from prison and ego yeah this is basically a last infinity stone reveal in case you're wondering where the stone stole was yeah soul stone did i say that right the first time who's the character that i can't remember his name uh you and the rest of you know everyone um (laughs) adam warlock adam warlock that's right adam warlock who hilariously doesn't use magic yeah (laughs) i always hated that i hated that it was a space opera but (laughs) (laughs) and to be honest you know he's just a rip off of what dc did with their same space <laughs> opera characters you know it, yeah like, i mean I there's saw... like space new gods yeah that that's all they were trying to do so i don't know the, the only difference is silly to me i always uh, <laughs> you know i I've, I've always drifted away from the space stuff and yeah you, you it, know, it gets... green lantern is about the most i'll tolerate and even they go too far sometimes <laughs> they just go back to earth right where we actually give a shit yeah yeah <laughs> Maybe that's narcissistic of me as a human <laughs> to not consider the rest of the universe as uh, interesting. Uh, minor tangent. You're <laughs> not the only narcissist. DC is narcissistic in that. Okay. Yeah, minor tangent. Maybe major. Uh, there's only supposed to be one per sector as far as green lanterns oh, are, yeah. co- are like concerned seven? we have yes <laughs> <laughs> one planet <laughs> one planet not one sector one planet in a sector yeah, is we home to seven yeah we do what we want yep. we're earth i don't know why they don't just you know make earth the new oa <laughs> i would i would be okay with it if it was like you know we pass it along you know like 
The okay. Guardians are dying. Hal Jordan we need was to a, pass the torch. Yeah, Hal Jordan, you know, became a dickhead. So we, <laughs> after he became good again, we took away his ring and gave it to, you know, the next guy in line. Uh, you know, Guy Gardner and then uh, Kyle John Stewart and then Kyle Rayner. And uh, Kyle for life. Yeah. Like, I, I look, I, I, I love... Did, I, I totally was sympathetic to Jon Stewart because he's the military guy. But he makes sense when new guardians came out. Yeah. That's when I was like, fuck yes. Okay. (laughs) Kyle Rayner wins. Oh yeah. I love having him as the white lantern. Yeah. Dealing with all the other like (laughs) lanterns in his group and the new guardians, like (laughs) trying to keep them, you know, peaceful like he can <laughs> get shit done yeah he's, that was such a good run oh yeah i love like, new 52 new guardians yeah like i love the concept of having one guy who's basically mastered the entire emotional spectrum yeah being the voice of reason and i like that it reduced other. the green lanterns from <laughs> yeah. by at least one yeah we got one guy out of the way and like i even liked how they had a uh, guy gardner as a. Uh, uh, a oh. red lantern. I thought that was consistent with his character. Oh yeah, he's always he, pissed off. He needs off. to be a rage lantern. Yeah. That that was perfectly cool with me. I was like, all right, I can see Guy Gardner being a red lantern. You know. Oh yeah, and okay. But then they started like uh, adding spoilers for New Fifty Two stuff. But then they had a you know Supergirl like joining them. I was like, all right. Uh, it's like we'll just give these rings out to anyone. Right, it's not yeah. like we're a you know intergalactic police force that might have standards yeah <laughs> to be fair the covers look cool uh, I, 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 mean, I wasn't digging the plot points <laughs> i mean it, it the covers look cool for a reason to sell the book mm-hmm. and hey if it worked uh good on you but uh c- can we have a good story please and can I we mean, please not do the let's give these rings to kryptonians yeah please i mean I they do. don't need anything else exactly <laughs> uh, i mean i i even liked how they did it in uh the injustice comic for those of you who haven't read the first run of the injustice comic i think it was like year three when they dealt with the the green lantern core oh yeah but basically sinestro gives him a, a yellow lantern ring because he's instilling fear on the planet and that's how he's ruling the planet right and he's just so fucking OP. <laughs> with, with a yellow lantern ring and the powers of a Kryptonian. It's, just, it's, it's like, wait, I have all of these other ridiculous powers and I have a ring that makes whatever I want. We're done. Yeah. We're done. You guys are, we're, we're done. I'm ruling the world. That's it. So that was cool. That was, I like that. And I think they did it well in the Injustice comic. Yeah. There was a very clear reason. Oh, yeah. Although I, I I don't like what they did to uh, Nightwing and to Kyle Rayner in the Injustice comic. Did you read it all? I did. I haven't I haven't read I, uh, the last year. I think year five. I hate with everything in me what they did to Dick Grayson. Yeah, that was so stupid. Like I could see it if Damien like did it on purpose. Yeah. For whatever you know, logical reason. As opposed to a as opposed to a, whoops! Oh, I thought you dodged it this time, and it, it's not even the stick that kills him. It's, it, it's, <laughs> it's landing a on a rock. On a rock. <laughs> We're in a building Look. with a swept floor. <laughs> why? Why is there a, a random rock on the fucking ground where he can break his neck? Because we have to get rid of Nightwing. God, so dumb. Okay, back to the 
movie at hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, finish this off. Yeah. <laughs> M- minor tangent, major tangent, back to movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the like we've gone over the characters. Mm. Uh God, <laughs> this movie. Yeah, it it's so many different movies, but it's all trying to be one movie about family. And there are parts where it works, like the end credits thing with uh, Star-Lord and Groot. Mm-hmm. And there are parts where it just, you're forcing it too much with, like, Gamora and Nebula. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I agree. That I I completely agree. For for me, it was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, probably wouldn't want to go out of my way to see it again, unless it was like on TV when we needed some background noise or something. Yeah. Uh, to me, as far as you know, the pantheon of Marvel movies, it's it's near the bottom for me. If I'm completely honest, it, you know, above Iron Man two and three, you know, but probably below the Thor movies. <laughs> I would I would place it actually for me uh above the uh Thor movies but below Iron Man 2 and 3. Wow. So you hold the Iron Man movies in high regard, huh? You really don't like the Thor movies, do you? Um No. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, I learned it's something like, new. I like the character. I like the guy who plays the character. But when you make that first movie half a movie that's kind of a space opera and half an indie film from 1996. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of loved when he smashed the coffee and <laughs> demanded another. I mean, scenes like that are great. <laughs> if your movie and, makes a meme, yeah. it can't be all that bad. <laughs> and maybe the, maybe the internet's the point. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the internet's going to hate me for this. But <laughs> God damn it, I want my Thor to be Thor. Or if we're going to do the Donald Blake thing, let's actually do the Donald Blake thing and make him like actually humble and yeah. not like, "Oh, I'll be good. Just give me my hammer back." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, even Age of Ultron was I I would say it's better than Age of Ultron cuz I did not like Age of Ultron that much. I So I'm mm. I'm still somewhere in there. I would so for those I, I would say it's on par with Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's right around there. Yeah. I would definitely agree. For for those going to see it, from my uh, personal feeling, worth seeing in theaters before it's gone. Uh, probably at discount price. Uh, yes, you, uh, see it because at, you see need it to once know, because you need to know what's going on in the Marvel universe. Right, you should probably watch it. You'll laugh uh, at, th- at some points at least. It it it's a movie that is yeah. funny. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's, you, you're yeah. not gonna not enjoy it, even if you feel the same way I do. I enjoyed it a lot. I just had certain things that were constantly pulling me out of the movie and making me kind of cringe. Yeah. Uh, there really isn't that much connecting material like the other movies have kind of had uh, uh, they, for building up to Infinity War. So They, they had, like, one thing that, yeah. that, that takes me back. Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's plant uh, a space pod that is also part of myself. Behind a Dairy Queen. <laughs> of all the remote places you could choose where nobody's going to damage it or anything. Behind Let's do a, it here. Behind a Dairy Queen <laughs> in Missouri. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Per- 
perfect. <laughs> no one's going to look for it there. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, go see it. Yeah. A lot of people, the reviews are good. A lot of people like it more than the first one. I don't agree with that, but, you know, teach their own. And you might be one of those people, so definitely check it out. Yeah. Worth a watch. Whether or not I'd own it, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Anything else to add? Uh, No, I think that's all I got. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, We'll have a Wonder Woman Reacts coming up pretty soon here. And uh, I think we still owe you a Logan one, too. So, uh, Oh, yeah. More to come. Hopefully we'll nail that and get a podcast going and finally get the show back on the road. Oh, yeah. Hit the ground running. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll see you next time. Hit the books. See you next time.